Welcome back. This is Dummies After Dark, or Dad, as we like to call it. We hope that you're having a great day. We hope you have a beer in hand and a pickle in a jar. (laughs) I like that. Where else would my pickle be? (laughs) Could be on your Christmas tree if you're German. Oh, that's right. You're correct. Yes. So, uh, if you don't mind our slurping and crunching during this episode while we have our beer and pickle... We're going to go ahead and have a show about nothing today, but let's quick introduce the host of Nothingness. Uh, I am Pastor Chuck Norris. I am the pastor of nothing. And I am the guy, IT guy of nothing even further. <laughs> and I am Bruce, the faithful sidekick to nothing. To nothing. Or no one. Nothing. Or no one. Or wow. anyone. Or nobody. That was very melodic. Nobody. Wow. We need to take be, him on the road. He should be a preacher. Yeah. Oh, you can be a little nah. Baptist preacher. Oh, I could. Oh, I know you could. I heard it. God is two syllables. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And Jesus. That's right. Jesus. Oh, I'm feeling <laughs> it now, people. That's right. I thought that was the uh, potato salad from earlier. Oh, that was not potato nah. salad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other thing made out of cabbage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And it was uh, about four days past its uh, expiration. But I took a bite anyway, because there's always a chance that you get some parasite and you lose 20 pounds in two days. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <I'll... laughs> I think that's the best diet that's plan. That is the best diet, diet, right? I mean, no work involved. <laughs> yep. You know, Tapeworms, let nat- parasites. Let nature take its course. And I'm just telling you, if you'd like to order a tapeworm, you can get them from Canada. Can you really? Yeah, they come in a pill form. You swallow it, and then... About, it expands? Once you get the weight that you want, you... Call them back and order another pill that gets rid of it. Are you serious? I have researched it. All right. Let's do it and see how it works. <laughs> we can make that a whole month episode. There we go. Where's Pastor John? <laughs> do we have to name our tapeworm first? Yes. Uh, Seymour. Oh. Seymour oh, nice. the tapeworm. has a nice like Seymour the tapeworm. Sounds like a children's storybook. Yes, right? Oh, do, do, look. Do, do, do. <laughs> Hello, and then the little boy, the little kindergarten boy, puts his foot up in the tapeworm, pokes his head out like they do in Africa. That's right. And everybody's like, "Look, it's Seymour." Hello, Seymour. The Seymour. Wow, talk. that's a very low voice for a kindergartner. Well, you know, well, that was a high voice. It's for all the hormones in the food we eat today, yeah. and it's why our man, drinks. It's why little boys have man boobs. Oh, <laughs> nice. that explains my whole childhood. Thank you. <laughs> no. I'm just telling you, they put a lot of female hormones into that chicken, and then we wonder why our men, our little boys, look like little women. Yeah, that old book, Little Women, <laughs> new meaning now. Very prophetic book. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, we're supposed to be having a show about nothing. We're getting there. <laughs> this is pretty far from it. We're pretty close to it. Ooh, are we almost over? I don't think so. What so. was the original idea? <laughs> I think we were going to do sitcoms for 400, Alex. So I'll go ahead with a question. And you probably all know the answer to this one, at least the two in this room and my brother, if he's listening. Name the three spinoffs from Happy Days. Laverne and Shirley. Ding. Mark and Mindy. Oh. You hit the wrong one. Oh, oh. Pastor Chuck, uh, you, you should not Well, because you're not hitting the little ding button. Well, what do you want me to Hit do? your dinghy. <laughs> like that? Yes. Like that? All right. And there's one more. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I apologize. Four. Four spinoffs. Sorry, we got two. So he said Morgan Mindy. Morgan Mindy. Mindy. Yep. I said Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. 
And there's two more? Two there's, more. Oh, Joni Loves Chachi. Joni Loves Chachi. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. they sang that love song before And there's one more after that? Wait, what did you say? Laverne and Shirley. Oh, that's right. I got the three. I'm sorry. Is it's that only it? three. That's it. Very nicely done. Very and I nice. think of all those, I probably preferred Laverne and Shirley. Mork and Minnie is probably a close second. I, the Nanu Nanu kind of got on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, after year one. You know, when you bring Jonathan Winters as a <laughs> child, oh, you, you lost the shark me. with him. I don't even like Jonathan Winters to begin with, but then when he's on the show every week. But I will tell you, for many years, I used to run home on Thursday nights to watch. Uh, my parents would go to choir late. They would stay home from 7 to 7.30 and watch... Uh, Mork and Mindy, because you couldn't record back then. You had to watch it live, right. and you waited till summertime. You missed it. There you go. Uh, but it's it's just like the Beverly Hillbillies. There's only so many times that you can hear a doorbell ring, and you don't realize it's the doorbell. I got you. Because at some point, you're like, you're like, I heard the doorbell. And every time we hear that sound, someone comes to the door. So just go open the door or ask somebody, hey, uh, Mr. Banker, what was his name? Drysdale. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. What's that sound? Anytime somebody pushes it, there's somebody at the door. They'd be like, oh, that's a doorbell. Yeah. It gets, yeah, after some, you lose your shtick after a yeah. couple yeah. of seasons, well, don't well, you? Well, on those shows where it's a misunderstanding all the time. Yeah, or that, that can't ignorance. always occur. Really? Oh, really? And then Cousin Balky or whatever. Oh, yeah, Balky Bartokamus. I loved Balky Bartokamus. For a while. But right? then at some point, you're like, get it, dude. You've been in America for a long time. Quit petting sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, please. I did like that show, though. Oh, it was good. No, yeah. Except no, it was fine. Cousin Larry, Cousin Larry used to bother me because he never took his tie off when he came home. That's right. I'm like, dude, take your tie off. You've the been home for night. an hour, right? Yeah. Like, no. Get Relax back. a little bit. And then they dated, like they date the same friends. I'm like, mm -hmm. really? Where does this happen? The two, uh, they were stewardesses, weren't they? Stewards? What are they called now? Flight, Flight attendants. attendants. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I don't even remember that. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember Bosom Buddies? Yes, oh. Tom yeah, Hanks. Tom yeah, Hanks. I like that show. That was a good show. That's the last time I liked Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, you, you're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I, you might be able to find one more thing that he did that I liked, but other than that, it was Bosom Buddies. And now, do you remember the his friend in that show, his Bosom Buddy? Yeah, mm -hmm. Peter Scolari. What, what sitcom did he go on to not star in but co-star in? Sure, New Heart. New Heart. Oh, okay. And you remember how they ended that show, the final <laughs> episode, the New Heart show. Yes. Where he wakes up kind of like the St. Elsewhere thing. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting oh, there. Oh, yeah, with his wife from With his Bob wife Newhart from Bob show. Newhart. Uh, was, I just good. had the weirdest dream. That was a good. That it's like, good. But, but you feel like you invested all this time. And, and it's not it's even real. It's not real. Now, do you remember the name of the restaurant that used to be next door? Oh, my goodness. No. Ooh, give us a hint. It starts with a P. And mm. it sounds like very American. Boy. Okay, no. there was, they're on the East Coast. It was called the Patriot. Oh, really? I did not know that. And do you that. remember what the guy was? The guy who came over, the guy the, the, who owned the restaurant? He was a compulsive liar. Do you remember that? No. You know, if you don't watch it, you've got to watch vaguely. the early episodes. Everything he said was a lie. He'd come over, he'd be like, it's snowing outside, and there's like 12 inches, and they're expecting another two feet. And they're like, really? He's like, no. And that's what he did. He no, just I, lied I don't all that. the Very time good. for no reason at all. But... You know who stole that show? Larry. And uh, oh, my, um, my brother Larry and my other brother Larry. I'm Daryl. I'm Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. This is my brother Larry and this is my other brother Larry. Those guys are awesome. It was two Daryls, wasn't it? it was two two Daryls, one Larry. Larry and two Daryls. Yeah. It's my brother Daryl, my other brother. Oh, Larry. those guys are great. They were awesome because they didn't. Those two did nothing, <laughs> and they looked like something straight out of the forest. You know, rather. <laughs> oh, that's right. Some backwoods. Here's some banjo playing there. <laughs>
Yeah, they kind of scared me. They're a little scary. Okay, here's an underrated show. Go ahead. At least as I remember. Evening Shade. Never heard of it. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's okay. Really? I, d- I did not watch it. Oh, that um, yeah. with the mustache. Uh, he was the assistant football coach. No, what was Anyway, he was on that. Uh, he delivered newspapers from a Red Rider wagon. Yeah, oh. nah, you know, I don't know. I liked it. it was, I'm sure I'm sure it was funny. I just never got into it. You didn't like Burt Reynolds? No, I like mm. I like Burt Reynolds. You didn't like the girl that played his wife? Well, Mary Lou Henner, right? Yeah. She's all right. You know, whatever. I think you need to watch it again. I'm sure it was funny, but not funny enough to capture my attention. Okay, so, Mr. I Know My TV Shows. I don't, apparently not. <laughs> but you still know the quality of them. What's your favorite sitcom? Ooh. Of the 80s? Or just in general? In general, your well, favorite sitcom. It evolves over time, but right now, my number one, my goat of all sitcoms is The Office. And I know some people in here don't understand the humor of The Office, but... But I think if you don't understand the humor of The Office, that's an indictment against you and not the show. <laughs> A bit. I mean, it, 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 no, it's funny on every single level. No, yes, but I think it's even funnier if you've invested time to get to know the characters, and then the humor just goes to another, another oh, level. Like when Jim dresses up like he's a graduate and pretends he's a graduate of uh, whatever business school that Dwight went yeah, to, yeah, yeah, and Dwight gets mad. <laughs> it's awesome, man. <laughs> it's great. Okay, okay, guys, I know you're talking about me. In this, I never said that. I, I could that. not get past the second season. I was in kind of the middle of the second season. I'm like, eh. Why don't you just fast forward to like four? Yeah, get past that. I mean, to be to be fair, it's like a lot of sitcoms. They, they, did, they did too much Michael at the first. Yeah. And really, the, the strength of the show is that all the characters are rich in depth, and you could you could each any character could carry an episode. And sometimes they did. And sometimes they did. To me, that's where a real, the real strength of a sitcom comes from. Yeah, and what I struggle with early, and that's why I say you got to get past certain shows, because like you, I'll pick two, or I'll take three. Cosby, okay? Um, the the fat comedian uh, who drank beer all the time on the show, now he does Price is Right. Um, oh, Drew Carey. Sure. Drew, Carey. Drew Carey. And the guy that had Superman on his bookshelf in his... Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Those three shows were all built around comedians. And if you watch the early years, it's just their stand-up routine put to mm-hmm. with characters around them. And they're not funny. Some of the early Seinfelds are very painful. Or the early Cosbys where True. she's uh, the little girl is downstairs with soap and shampoo in her hair. And he says, come here, come here, come here, come here. Like, just like the record, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dude, this is... I've already heard this shtick. Now... Cosby was a different kind of sitcom. It was more of a family, wholesome, true teach a lesson. But the other two both got past it. And Drew Carey, um, if I had to pick a grace of all time, it's near there. Some of their they did some oh. epic with the ringing of the bell, going back and having to re-say a line in a different accent or stop and use this word or whatever. Uh, they broke that fourth wall, right? And and they did it well. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I never. I've never seen a single episode of that. Oh, when she mails him to China or whatever. <laughs> I mean, There's some funny stuff, especially because once again they invested the time in yes. the characters, the other characters. And the unsung to me hero of that show, uh, and I think we've had this conversation before, is the Scottish boss, or if he's Scottish, whatever he yeah. is, the one that had his own talk show. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. He is hilarious on that show. Uh, whether he's a drug addict or drunk or sober or whatever, 
He's just funny. And so is the ball headed guy that has the, the little monkey for the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny too. Um, but that was a show that just broke a lot of traditional. Mm-hmm. It's like, we know there are people watching. We're going to act like they know we're watching hmm. and we're going to play this. Like whose line is it anyway? Sometimes. Right. You know? And they did, I think a musical episode mm-hmm. and some other things. Um, and then Seinfeld was another one of those shows that as they grew into themselves mm-hmm. yeah, and those they're characters, hilarious. see to me, when you can tell me who the character is and you can almost know how they're going to respond, right. that's when you know you've got a great sitcom. So when you know any minute that door is opening and he's flying and there's uh, right. Kramer's coming in. Right. Uh, and my favorite, one of my favorite episodes is the Roy's Chicken. Yeah, when they switch the places, Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Rogers, yeah. and they they switch places, yeah. uh, and he starts coming in. Uh, Jerry gets yeah. all of that, and uh, suddenly Kramer's all Cosmo's all calm and right because yeah, he hears something in the and and stuff like the levels, the front door, the set from uh, oh yeah. Uh, where they have the, Griffin. And oh, they have right. the hawk and the squirrel. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> yes. just funny stuff. He's like, who knew? Who knew? I mean, that's amazing <laughs> stuff. I mean, if you're going to... So, like, for me, it would have been, like, Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought nothing yes. would get better than that. Then Seifel came along. And then for me, is The Office. So there's always a progression. There's always one that at some point comes and just kind of takes yes. it a step further. Um, And there was a part of me in reruns that liked Friends, but they were so sexual that you couldn't get past that. And there were some funny things, and they had some funny characters, and they played off of each other well. I just couldn't get past that mm-hmm. it had to be so right. Like, and, and Seinfeld got that way a little bit too. I guess they all have to their some faults. degree. Right. Yeah, um, we're kind of in a uh, a lull of we are, you know, comedy shows now. I can't even think of one. <sighs> the problem, I mean, look, we're talking about network sitcoms just that way and who watches networks so na- now everything's so fractured i mean every mm-hmm. platform has their own sitcom there's probably great sitcoms out there right now that we have no idea about or maybe it's just on youtube and we have no idea or netflix or, or netflix hulu i mean hulu, whatever apple's gonna own. have their own yeah you know, amazon it's not gonna be like it used to be and i was just thinking this the other day it was almost because i'm a kid i grew up in a tv generation so Part of growing up was it's Thursday night. You've got to get home. Right. Or here's the lineup. Friday night. It's Dukes of Hazards. You know, you got to get mm. home and watch Dukes of Hazards. So I was thinking to myself, because we have TiVo or DVR or whatever it's called, uh, TiVo can pay me for that. Um, <laughs> because we have all these things, I'm like, I don't even know what's on network TV. Right. At what time? Yeah. And my kids have no experience. I'm, I'm acting like this is a great experience yes. to have. <laughs> You're missing out. You're missing out, boy. <laughs> when I was a kid, we got in front of the TV That's right. and waited. We waited. 15 we sat there for minutes. four hours to watch our shows. We had to watch the commercials. We couldn't fast forward through them. Um, but it's just interesting that that I don't have a show like that anymore. Even on on DVR, I don't have a show that I every week I gotta watch it. You know, it's like. Uh, I was trying to think of what the last show for me was. And yeah. This is going to show you the last show that I really remember, and, and even only up to about the seventh season, not the eighth season, was Psych. Oh, yeah. On USA. I really always wanted to watch Psych. So I always, if I couldn't watch it when it was on, I think they repeated it later in the evening. Mm-hmm. I try to catch it again because I prefer to watch it in the moment. That's sure. just how I'm wired from. Uh, it's the same thing. My kids are always like, Dad, let's start the game 15 seconds late. And I'm like, No. They're like, Why? Because something's going to happen live, and we're going to see it 15 seconds later. And then somebody's going to say, did you see it? 
you'll have to say, well, after yeah. it happened. Right. So I don't like to be that guy. But but that's the last show that I can really remember thinking, i got to see this tonight. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Psych because our family has just started rewatching that. And it is hilarious. It's funny. I do like, and Gus is my favorite. I love Gus, and I like the names that he always gives him. It's <laughs> this Quackenbush or whatever he'll say. Um, yeah. But it's just kind of, I, I, and I don't know if TV shows, and I guess part of it is because a lot of TV shows are either things I don't want to watch anymore mm-hmm. or they're game shows. Well, I, I'm in no hurry to run home to watch America's Got Talent. It, oh, it's just, I know. at some point. I just yeah. don't care. They're all the same. Or who's singing in the mask? Who looks like they can sing? Or who looks like they can't sing? Yeah, it's just... I'm like, dude, it's singing. Fine. Okay, the voice. I get it. Right. Well, and a lot of the shows, too, you made kind of a hint at it. You know, like Friends became so explicit on things that you can't even watch them with a, you know, a family. And it's hard to find a show that, you know, maybe your whole family could watch together. So, just a little heads up for everybody, because it's Christmas time. My, uh... Sister-in-law was in town this past week, and she told the kids, hey, let's watch A Christmas Story. I think that's the name of that show with Chucky or Ralphie or whatever. Ralphie, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like three cuss words in that show. So, people, if you're not watching it on TBS or TNT, whoever runs it for 24 hours, be very careful. Fortunately, my kids seem to be like, because Uriah asked, I thought he was going to ask me what word that was because hmm. it was the son of a gun word. And he goes, what did he say? Something, something. And hey, he was trying to figure out what he said after that, not that word. But I'm like, so if you hear my kids use that word, it's my sister-in-law's fault, not mine. <laughs> we don't watch stuff like go. that. Um, well, it's hard not to. I mean, because it's know. pervasive on everything, even commercials. You know, you can't. Oh. They're not safe with. Yeah. So be- my son the other day says to his mother, "What's ED?" Huh. Wow. I said, uh, it's short for education. There you go. Good, good, good save. <laughs> well, no, she explained it to him. He didn't want to know. Oh, I was like, ah, that's way more than I wanted to know for my mom. Thanks, mom. I don't want to know. But, but you're right. So you can't even, you don't really want to watch shows because you don't right. want to watch commercials. Because, you know, where's a good Folgers waking up as no. something in your cup or whatever that commercial? <laughs> no, we'll go with that. Yeah, okay. Or the little boy coming home from the army and he makes coffee in the morning and the family wakes up and he's there, you know, all these great wholesome commercials. Now there's, yeah, doesn't sell. No, apparently not. I mean, we're, we're making all this big deal about treating people with respect and everything, but yet we still go back to the baseline raunch for our commercials. So apparently it still does. So, and I would say too, even in a lot of sitcoms, we go back to the basic raunch to try to make our point. Three's company. Uh, You know, when I was watching three's company as a kid, well, I don't know if I was really a kid, but then watching it later, like, wow, they had a lot of innuendos. Uh, and... There were innuendos, trust me. Oh. Yeah. It's like I didn't really fully understand what that was all about. Run with that a minute. Like uh, what is one of those networks, like MeTV or something, has the love boat on. If you go back and watch those now, <laughs> those are so overly sexualized. Really? It's ridiculous. And the clothes they wore. Really? Oh, oh yes. my gosh, back in the 70s, it's like. It was crazy. Like, they're practically naked. Well, those shorts that they had or that yes. short jumper thing. I'm yeah. like, how is that all connected not giving you a wedgie, sweetheart? <laughs> I, I know, right? And how did they get away with that on network television? I don't understand. Huh. Well, that's why we it's were crazy. not allowed to watch Fantasy Island. One, because it had the word fantasy in it. You know, my parents were a little afraid. But oh, two, because okay. that was somewhat of a hyper-sexualized show as well, quite often. Um, Love American style. Never heard of that one. Oh, that's an oldie. Hmm. Um, so... I don't know. I still love the sitcom, but I think the... uh, Here's what I think. 
I think that the field is overpopulated with the seed of sitcoms, and therefore the good writers are doing it on their own as opposed to, and then the bad writers are out there because everybody who's got a pen can write a praise song. Everybody who's got a pen can write a sitcom, and somebody will publish it for you. And so you end up with junk. Whereas in the old days, you had two or three writers. Like Cheers, I think, had at least two, uh, maybe three, Class A writers working on that TV show, and the quality was evident. They didn't go for raunch to get their jokes. It might have been sexual, but it didn't have to go to raunch. I wish we would bring those back. Let's bring it back. Let's start a campaign. Yeah, it's called reruns. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another sitcom with rerun. There you go. <laughs> that's uh, Mama's Family? No, what's happening? what's happening? All right, so in the words of rerun, hey, 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 Raj. <laughs> Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye.